Hello, everybody. This is Carsten Lay from Asia PMO with a new episode of Transform Your Biz podcast. Today, with an amazing guest, Huang from YG, talking about the evolution of marketplaces. Yeah. Hello, Huang. How are you? Hi, Carsten. Thanks for having me. I'm good. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's what we need. Please introduce yourself to our audience. Yeah, so uh, my name is Huang. I'm uh, currently the co-founder and CEO of VibeG, or how the Vietnamese like to call it, VibeG. Like, we accept both <laughs> nowadays. Uh, I was uh, originally born and raised and educated in Germany, and I've been, I moved to Vietnam four years ago to uh, start this company, to co-found this company. Yeah. So what, what is VibeG about? What are you guys doing? Um, so essentially, VibeG is a platform for... Um, on one side, uh, it's a marketplace. So on one side, we have the people who have who want to share the talents, uh, the knowledge in, in forms of experiences. So something like ex uh, workshops, activities, events. And on the other side, the, the purchasers, we have the, we call them guests. So it's people who seek new things to do in their life, um, who want to have more experiences. Um, so not just like when they travel, but also when they're in the city, when on the weekends and when they need more options, basically, instead of just going to the cinema or to a coffee shop. So uh, we are the platform in the middle to match these two uh, groups of people. That's great. That's amazing, right? And I heard you call these events or offers wipe or YB, right? Wipe? Vibes, yeah, we call them vibes. Um, because ex experiences is like this, this term, which is very diluted nowadays. Like every, everything can be an experience, right? Um, so we, uh, we call them vibes, uh, but people still have to start to use it. <laughs> and I mean, we also do customer experience consulting. So experience can be really bad, but I heard, I never heard about a bad wipe. Yeah. I mean, yes, exactly. Exactly. It's normally more a positive. So I think yes. very smart. <laughs> so before we talk about marketplace, I'm curious, what, what was the coolest and best vibe you had so far? What do you think one of the coolest and best vibe you had so far on your platform? Um, so on my platform, I think the best one I've joined so far was um, at North Dining in the Dark. Have you tried that one? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so on the outside, it just looks like a um, you know like a concept dinner where you don't see anything. And you have to eat it in the dark. But I got the chance to know the, the two founders. And they, like, once you learn the story, it, the experience was so much better. So uh, I love to tell this story because, um, so basically, Ham, he's uh, from the Netherlands, and his partner, Du, they uh, wanted to help uh, people with uh, disabilities, like visually impaired people, to uh, help them to find work. So they came up with this concept and they trained them to have this to serve this like uh like world-class customer experiences but in the dark and they call them they they will call their stuff like people with disabilities but with different abilities which is what i love because like when they are in the room like we normal people with eyes uh we ha we have like uh we are really scared and we don't know what to do but those uh people there they guide you so well so that knowing all that and the story and then the great food that made the experience really good so yeah i always like to recommend them yeah, that I, I did it too. That was a great experience, right? Yeah. And also, uh, no phone, no distractions. Even yes, yes, exactly, exactly. You really immerse on the food experience, right? Exactly, exactly. And and 
the thing, the fun part is like you don't know what you are eating. So we uh, could chew on a tomato, but you you might think, wait, wait, is it like salmon or something? Like you don't know, you don't know until the end, until they reveal it. So that's really fun. Yeah, they they do a little bit of quiz experience. I remember right at the end. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So you have to guess like what you ate, but then uh, usually people are not really uh, like we are not really good at it. I would say, or at least I am. <laughs> It's a difficult one, right? No, but yeah. it's, it's a great example of, of what you guys do or what you have on, on, your, on your platform. Yeah. So when you look into that, so we spoke already about different kind of experience, maybe a backstory behind and maybe also yeah. something meaningful, right? Uh, yes. Mentioned. So how do you see that these kind of marketplaces, I mean, we have, when we spoke uh, at mm -hmm. the beginning to prepare that, we were comparing you a little bit to some other event marketplaces or bigger platform or ticketing platforms, right? Which is yes. all out there, right? Yes. So how do you see how, how these marketplaces evolved in the last 10 years? Um, so marketplace, uh, so there are different ways to look at the how they quote unquote evolved in the past. I think the the best way to describe the evolution or uh, yeah the evolution of marketplace is if you look at the the functions they serve for both the seller and the the customer so in the early days when you we start, just started to have the internet then uh, you would just need a listing so you would need like a picture a price a bit of info and then you can already start like to sell so that was the first i would say uh model of a marketplace uh, like they call it the craigslist area that, that or, the, or, or Yelp. What we call in Las Cara the SKU game. Everybody wanted the SKU, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then, but obviously, like everything on the internet, it needed to evolve. So we had like Yelp, right? And then people used to uh, use it a lot, but then for some reason it disappeared. Um, I guess because they didn't serve enough of the functions. So the next function um, typically um, associated with marketplaces would be like the purchase. So as a seller, you want to be able to sell your goods or services and receive the money right away. So then that's like the next evolution where, so that's when we talk about like ticket box in Vietnam or Eventbrite, um, or the eBay's, Amazon's out there. So that is like the, the next evolution. And it's, it's still like really present, like a Shopee and everybody. We still have, we are still used to this. Um, but in the last, I would say, two years, two, two to four years around that time, there was this new trend of like uh, what they call a social marketplace. So there needed to be like some kind of like more, more functions. For example, you, uh, people wanted to communicate with the seller. So you don't just want to see what, what you're buying and then click on purchase. But sometimes you want to have this, um, this small conversation first, or you want to a bit of like, you have some questions, you want to be able to talk with the seller right away just to clarify it before you make the purchase. So communication was one key. And then the social aspects would be what you have, what you see now on Facebook or Instagram, where they have these shops in their LinkedIn bio. But uh, but the difference here is like, you don't want to actively search for the for the things you're looking for anymore. So you want to, you don't want to go and type, like use the search bar or the filters or the, the sort functions. But you want like that's like active searching, right? On a social, the difference is like it's passive. You just consume content, and then sometimes you see something that you like, and then you decide 
right on the fly, okay, you want to, you want that product. So that's why like the social commerce industry has grown like really, really massive in the last, yeah, two to four years. And that's where we see for ourselves, at least uh, where the marketplace model might evolve. But right now it's really, it's really hard to say that there's like one, one right way because right at this stage, there are like many platforms out there who try different approaches. For example, we have like marketplace for real estate, right? So they don't need to go social, but they need to, what they call, uh, they need to manage the marketplace. So once you have a purchase there, then an agent comes right in to, to talk to you, to advise you, and then uh, to walk you through the deal because it's like a, a, a lot of money, right? So it's right now it's diverse. It's not like a linear evolution anymore, but now it becomes more customized to each industry. And for, for us, obviously experiences, we see that long-term um, probably like social and community. Uh, those are the key functions that we would need to build to um, to grow further in our industry. Yeah, when we speak when we, when we speak about the uh, the community part, right? So mm -hmm. people want to interact with sellers, of course. Uh, which I, I remember in Lazada was very tricky because. Uh, marketplaces are always freaking out and say, oh, they cut us out if we give them the seller contact, right? They yes, yes, yes. We don't get our margin and so on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was always the big thing, but there are now ways to do that, of course. Um, the other the other thing is when you say about more content-driven, well, we see a lot of platforms coming up with video content and where, yeah. you, where you have comment and chat functions and you even... I mean, it's not the Kardashians, but maybe a little bit less famous people that they at least interact with you sometimes and comment back, right? Yeah, Do you yeah. see that this is coming much more that the one who offers really have to be very active in the communication or even enable people who have done similar experience, not only giving this old one to five star, but really opening community with communication or what do you see there? Yeah, definitely. So what we saw in our um, in our work, especially for experiential services, um, that so we we asked our, our customers and the majority, like where they uh, get to get the info of uh, okay, what activities are there or where's a new restaurant or any new thing to do, it's usually via word of mouth or uh, social media. So those are the the two main. Like people are like, especially the, the younger millennials and then the Gen Z, especially, they don't want to go on marketplace and use the filters and search functions anymore. They want it to be like, they just wanted to open an app, be entertained, and then the right answer, the right product or service they're searching for just falls on their lap. That's, that's how convenient it has to be nowadays. So that's why, um, I'm very sure that every business, uh, in the future, must go more and more into the direction of creating content. Like even newsletter is not enough anymore. Newsletter right now really salesy, and usually they don't provide enough value. Uh, and with content, especially video content, you really want to establish this um, kind of like a connection where they can see, okay, you're not just a brand, but uh, you are not OKR Asia, for example, but you are Carsten Lay, and they want to know, okay, who's Carsten Lay? And why, what is he passionate about? And then they decide on that. So it's more emotional driven. So that's why content is definitely the key. And uh, yeah, that's why I think that um, when more and more people want to make that purchase decision based on the content, 
then uh, definitely the marketplaces has to adapt. So you can see that in at Shopee, for example, Shopee in Singapore, not here yet, but uh, after the whole uh, hype with Reels and TikTok and everything, they started to actually have this feature for discovery. So the sellers create videos like Reels and you just like, instead of like shopping and searching, you just uh, swipe through the Reels and the algorithm learns like, okay, what kind of like items you like to purchase and then you just swipe them and then you can uh, like it, which is like, it, it saves it or you can make the purchase right away. So yeah, people start to experiment already. And, and you see the, the reels and scrolling behaviors of people. That's how you manage it as a platform that it falls into the right lap. Yes, exactly. Like, like the goal is of a platform is always just to uh find the easiest way to match the right buyer with the right seller right now i would say social media doesn't like does a better job with the reels right now but before that it was really like if you do facebook ads or instagram ads it's really you're just pumping money in there out there and you shout into like a whole crowd and you hope that some people uh see it at the right time and then make an action on that but i think like in the future like with social then you have these influencers right and those influencers they have a follow base which is correlate to a community you want to tag into mm -hmm. so in the future i don't think like marketplace model is uh, the right thing but you really have to dive deeper directly into these communities uh to sell your product which is really like targeted just for those group yeah we were also uh joking a little bit about before when you mentioned word of mouth that it's probably now word of chat or word of i mean people yeah, <laughs> young people at least, even if you see them together in a in a coffee shop or somewhere or working by side by side with their headphones on, I think yeah. eighty percent of the communication goes via chat, not really word of real mouth anymore. Yes, yes, it's true. Real mouth anymore, <laughs> let's say like that, right? Yeah. And so, how can you facilitate that 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 the sharing into this one is easier, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Are you thinking about that? Yeah, um, so that also like falls into the, the, the social content, I would say. So, so content per se, it's not like a sales offer, right? Content is more organic. It, it provides value for free usually, and that's what people like. So if you have like memes or you have like a funny reel, which is relatable, um, then uh, that's what people share. So I would say for, um, for small businesses who have like a brand, who have a product, they need to find a way to create this kind of content instead of just like, okay, uh, flash sale, 30% off needs to be a bit more creative. So I think like, uh, if you, if you, <laughs> if you spend enough time on TikTok, then you definitely know about, for example, Duolingo, they have these, uh, the owl, right. And they do a lot of like crazy reels for that. But I think that was enough for them to have to, to, uh, get the brand name out there. Everybody knows them. Everybody knows them for their funny reels also. And you need to compete on that, like on the entertainment market and not just like on the product anymore. So yeah. marketing goes in more and more into the entertainment sector, right? And in yeah. how do you see it? Do you also have something away from the com uh, community sector in like a more active gaming sector? Or how do you see that? Um, you mean uh, like a gamification or gamif can you try that on your platform that people can, yeah. I mean, on an easy lane thing is probably that they can win something, but that people can, uh, can participate in some challenges or something, right? If, if it's more experience based, have you tried? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we we thought about that uh, for actually like since the beginning. We always thought about ways that okay, how can we make this more, more um, basically experiential? Because we are a platform for experiences, right? So it's not just like the purchase, like after like the 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 thing you go to, that should be an experience, but also like the whole purchasing journey. Mm-hmm. So um, we thought about it, but we still haven't come to the final conclusion mm-hmm. um things what we thought would be interesting because um both me and uh my ceo we relate to that is um having something like a experience journal like uh, it's it's nice for us to see to think back um uh about the year about the past year and see all the things we've actually done mm-hmm. so for us usually uh, what I, I like to do is like i go through all the instagram posts because that's where i keep like uh, that's where i like to to put my content out there uh, not Facebook anymore, but uh, Instagram because it's very visual. And then it's just like this nice, fulfilling feeling that, oh, actually, I've done quite a bit this year. Like sometimes you know how a year ends and you you think to yourself, oh, another year and it was too fast. But uh, once you have these kind of like small reminders, then uh, to, to remind you of all, things that, all the new things that you've actually done, then it might uh, help people to, yeah, to be more mindful about what they want to do for the next year and also be sticky, more sticky on our platform, search for more experiences. Um, yeah. So they want to repeat some stuff, right? I mean, if it's good experience, maybe they want to repeat it. Yeah. 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 The hard part is like, here's the thing, like experiences have to be new. They have to be novel. Okay. Like, especially like, for example, that's why usually you associated experience with traveling because when you travel, you usually go to a new place and do new things. So you have more things to remember. So the, the outcome is always the memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but we, we wanted to, what we're trying to do is to really to develop, help people develop this mindset that you can also have new experiences, not when you travel, like when you're in your city, because there's enough things to do in, just in, in Ho Chi Minh City alone already. Mm-hmm. We know that because we are in the industry. But, but people don't know about it and they are not used to it. So they still like to do the things that they uh, like uh, doing the hobbies or, or going meeting friends over coffee, which is fine. But I think it would be nice for people uh, if they look like, okay, once a month, I want to try something new. Like mm-hmm. next month for Carsten, I'm going to invite you to try to make your own uh, scented candle, for example. Mm-hmm. And then uh, month afterwards, we're going to go like uh, planting or something like that. You know, it's, it just uh, becomes like this, uh, I would say more fulfilling lifestyle, which I have. And uh, yeah, I think everybody would benefit from that if you make just a bit of time for that. And I think that's great what you said today, right? I mean, at the end, you also tackle topic that experiences to learn something. Not yes. maybe like always going for a master or something career driven, but it's a yeah. little skill on the gardening side, handles, painting, whatever. But I put my exactly. skill set a little bit up which not only always leads to a career, but it can give me fun, it can give fulfillment, maybe later I can need it one day, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's, just, it's just recreational. Like it, it helps to, to, to develop yourself, I, I would say. Like if you, have, if you know back in your mind, oh, I have done all these things already. It, it helps, like I have tried these things which I have no idea about, uh, but I did it anyway and it was fun, it was great. It was, uh, I learned something new. Like that's what adds up to your personal story in the end. Like that's the thing that, what what in, in my opinion uh, counts in the end. Like okay, you can do or you can always like okay, like uh, learn like the your professional skills. Always work on your career, 
and do all that. But in the end of the day, then I think you still need to live a little bit. And that's where experiences come into, into play. Like you need to find the right balance between those. Yeah, but and even some people say that if you make fun experience, they can also later add up to your to your professional skills. You never know where you're at, right? So yeah, you should yeah. estimate that. But it's yeah. good to make it first recreational, to have fun, maybe sometimes yeah. also to know people, right? Yeah. Uh, to get out there. And I think it's it's great what you emphasize today, how the content is is going more into, into media and into uh people are going through different kind of content to be entertained, and that's how they find products. So thank you very much for this insight and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.